Welcome to episode 393 of Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. Unfortunately, we have to do this again. Yeah, uh, that's really, it, it stinks. Jim the it Admiral really Neidhart passed away this week. Um, so we're going to pay tribute to him with a 10-bell salute. fans welcome to marking out pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans this is episode 393 that is right we actually made it that far we are so close to episode 400 so so very close thank you for listening go check out all of our past episodes markingout.com itunes stitcher radio and google play also check us out on facebook give us a like Facebook.com slash marking out. Go watch Cooking with Brandon and all of the other amazing videos up there. YouTube.com slash marking out 11. Send us an email, marking out one at gmail.com. And also, you can go check us out on Twitter at marking out at BTTG161 at Chris Weendog at Dave the Rave underscore MO and buy some amazing t shirts. Pro Wrestling Tees.com slash marking out. I am Dr. Dave the Rave. I don't know why I said it like that, but I'm also alongside here with Brandon and Chris. Chris, how are you doing? I'm doing amazing. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing, I, I kind of combined good with great, so I'll take it. Great. It's great. <laughs> uh, Brandon, how about you? I am doing awesome as always. Yes. How was uh, everyone's <laughs> weeks? Brandon, how many times did you crush uh, Happy Hour this week? I, did I go to Happy Hour? Hmm. Did, did you go to Cheesecake Factory? I don't recall. Did you go to Grand Lux? I definitely didn't go to Grand Lux. I, I don't know when I went to... I definitely went to Cheesecake Factory in the vicinity of recent, but I'm not sure Yeah, you sure went twice last week. But I, I know I, I went to Cheesecake Factory with my friends. We did go to Happy Hour. I wasn't sure if it was last week or like... Like, for last week's podcast or this week's podcast, all I know is that I ate way too much. We split the, <laughs> we split the, uh, we split the nachos, which is already a ton of food. Then I got the, uh, the sliders, the burger sliders, and the chicken sliders. And instead of like, oh, hey, Brandon, why don't you take food home? It's like, nope, he kept going. A little ridiculous, but... Yeah, that's a lot. And then we went back to their place and watched, uh, we watched Ant-Man... It was the cool. new one or the no, old no, one? No, the old one. Because no. he never saw it. And, and then he turned uh-huh. it off before the ending. I was like, what, the, what are you doing? 
The mid scene, the, the credits, the after credits scene, he turned off. I was like, I, oh, no, you don't do that. What do you mean? You made it this yeah. far. I was like, you, you could actually fast forward, but he didn't do it. And then I yeah. know, I know for a fact, I sat uh, poolside at my brother's house. <laughs> nice. Get a nice, get a sick tan. I did not get a sick tan because I don't tan. I burn, and I just sat in the shade next to a dog and chilled. Oh, that huh. was that dog you posted a picture of. Yeah. Nice. That's cool. That's cool. Do you have, like, a reserved seat for you at Grand Lux or Cheesecake Factory? Like, when you walk in, they're like, oh, 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 it's Bra- it's Mr. Brandon. He's I here. Wish. I wish I had that. Oh, yeah, like the the regulars the like, regulars of my job, they have to have the corner of the bar or else they have, like, anxiety attacks. Oh, I don't, I don't need, like, a specific place to sit there. I just need a spot at the happy hour. Spot. Mr. He's BCG, just, how are you today? Will it be, be the happy. usual? No, I don't think I don't think we're we're at that level. I no? definitely go there often enough where I could like potentially have that with a waiter or a waitress, but I don't I don't have that. Do you think when the the waiter or waitress goes to the back, they're like, "Oh my god, the Brandon's here," or like they're like, "That kid is back." No, the uh, the hostess said to me the other day, she goes, oh, long time no see. I was like, well, I mean, I, I've been here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, just, we just love this. I just love that fine dining establishment. Yeah. And then I uh, I got tickets, or one ticket, to see Carrie Underwood in 2019, of October 2019. Why? Why not? Why one? Well, because nobody else wanted to go. So I'm like the person that wanted to go so i'll go by myself how much was the ticket uh well because i was because you got the fan club ticket no i didn't get the fan club ticket i did not get the vip meet and greet i wish i got a a vip meet and greet but i uh i paid for the hundred dollar ticket oi just i mean it was really it's dude last time i think we paid i think it was a hundred bucks and we like we're right there I don't know, $100 awesome. her, for Carrie Underwood. Her stage is like center, just like a wrestling event. I don't know. That's one matzo ball that I think is a little bit too cold for me. No. I don't understand. You love Carrie Underwood. I do, but not for that much. If you were, I mean, were going to go. He if, loves holding on to his money. If you were going to go, I would have. <laughs> so true. If you were going to so go, true. I would have gotten like the $30 tickets. But Well, you didn't ask me that. Well, I most specifically, likely you... specifically did ask if you wanted to see Carrie Underwood, and you said no. Yeah, I probably, I don't know. I do like her older CDs. Dude, last time I saw her, I was like 100% telling you you should have gone in yeah, Albany. She, I, she, I, I saw her live, though, once. Where, where, no, you did not. I did, too. You she did was there. not. And you're pissing me off. You piss me off every <laughs> single time you say this. Well, that's Chris, because I saw her. Chris, she was there live. He was at Jones Beach and saw a Brad Paisley concert where a hologram or whatever it was on the screen of Carrie Underwood performed with Brad Paisley. No, it was it was. She was screen, nowhere was near stage. New York. She was she not in New York, David. You did not see Carrie Underwood live. She waved to me. You did not see Carrie took, Underwood live. Picture. She was on that stage. She I saw her no, live. No, I'm good. you did not. I'm good. Children. No, you Children. weren't. You didn't see her live. I would okay. love to see Brad Paisley live again. He just performed the Jones Beach, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I listened to his one of his CDs in the car right now, and I, the guy is so good. Such good guitar in there. man? I would have gone with you to see him. Uh, wait, it, that's one concert I definitely would go to. 
again. I, I, I have no idea why you wouldn't see Carrie Underwood. I don't know. I'm not too sure. She's like pinnacle There's... for country music. Like, she's like country music. It... Well, yeah. So is this all going to be in like the preview tweet for the uh, the episode? Oh yeah. Oh, we talk yes, about we how spoke Brandon. About Carrie Underwood Brandon, for seventeen Brandon, minutes. I don't want to talk about Brandon. I don't want to talk about this Carrie Underwood for seventeen minutes. You should want to. She is good. No, I shouldn't. She is great. She is grand. She is wonderful. Oh, great, well, great. What else did you do this week, Brandon? Since we spend most, it's like Dave. How's your week? Oh, it was good. Chris, how's your week? Good. Brandon, how's your week? Well, I woke up on Tuesday morning and then I said to myself, Oh man. What am I gonna do today? You and brought, then, you brought and, it on. You asked like, him about crushing it. You brought it yeah, on. You, yeah, you brought this well, on. I, I asked him about crushing happy hour, and then th- thirty minutes later, we're talking about you guys arguing about Carrie Underwood. Well, well, I mean, she was there. So, <laughs> sorry. I, Chris, I, what, I, about, I, what about you, Chris? I have I have a charity yeah. stream, a charity uh, twenty-four hour stream that I'm going to be on tomorrow on optic decay's youtube channel youtube.com slash c slash optic decay we're we're uh, gonna be trying to raise money for eric montreal broski fan friend of the show yeah definitely go check that out go support the uh the live stream donate if you're able to yeah and if you happen to listen to this before then uh check it out 9 a.m to 9 a.m 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. How are you going to no, do that, bro? to 9 a.m. I'm not going to be on the full show, but... Nah. Do you not know what a 24-hour stream is, Dave? <laughs> it's 9 <laughs> to 9. It's not 9 a.m. Yeah, it's 12. No, it, yeah, it's 9 a.m. to 9 a.m. Wow. I don't know how they're going to pull it off, but... Please tell me Corinne's going to be on there at some point. She's not invited. Which Why? one is Corinne? Is she the one with the devil kid? No. She's the hot dog, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to speak about her. I don't want to speak about that internet stuff on here. <laughs> Every time you say that, I thought it was a uh, uh, what's his face, Harry Carey. Uh, it does sound like it. Kind of does sound like what I'm it doing. Like, an impression well, of is Jennifer Coolidge from uh, from Legally Blonde. Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, mm, Stifler's cool. mom. Oh, makes me want to have a hat dog. <laughs> and and what's really funny. Is we've done streams with with this woman, where she at one point brought up how it was a Stifler situation, and I lost it <laughs> because we always because I always say she's like Stifler's mom because Jennifer Coolidge, and then uh, another time I we were talking, I asked her if she uh, if she how was camping or whatever. She goes, yeah, I had a hat dog. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, like, so funny because, like, we, like, bring that stuff up as, like, jokes. But Yeah, but now it's, like, a thing in, in real life now. I sit there and I'm like, oh, what are we going to make for dinner? I'm like, oh, let's have a hot dog, baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I never got that it's... reference then. Yeah, now you get it. And, and I... it's funny because everybody that's associated with the show, for with the exception of like a few small amount of people, they don't understand when I do that impression. It's Jennifer Coolidge from Legally Blonde. They suppose. always just yeah. think it's it's that woman. You don't even say her name. What is she? Voldemort? I, yeah, I don't Jesus. want to. I don't. I don't want to speak. Like I'd rather spend another twenty minutes talking about soup than, than mentioning stuff like that. Which I did have soup this week, but that's beyond. How was your week, Chris? <laughs> um, I worked. 
Essentially, that's all I did. I worked today. I went to the Yankee game. I took my son there for oh, his snap. birthday. How was it? Did you see WWE? Was that or was that yesterday? That was yesterday, Mark. Oh damn. Um, it was hot. It was real hot. Did they lose? Uh, they lost. <laughs> they could. I mean, they could have won the bottom of the ninth. They had the bases loaded with no outs. And they, that's like the worst loss of the the worst Yankee game to go to of the entire season, where they could have hit this amazing walk off home run, like my mark out moment of the week. Um, which we'll get to later in the show, but but it was, was so enjoyable, hot. correct? Oh yeah, absolutely. Jordan was Jordan was just sitting there the entire time. He goes, "I wanted to strike him out," and every time Tanaka struck somebody out, he was going nuts. And then by the fourth inning, he was just like not having it. He goes, "I'm tired. I'm <laughs> hot." I'm like, understand. Oh, Rocco. <laughs> did you have then, Did uh, you have any fried butter? No, but I had uh, a bucket. I had. Uh, it was this. It was this thing. It was a collectible cup. Mine had Didi Gregorius on it, and then they had this make like this thing on top of it that was like a little bowl slash plate thing that had your French fries and four pieces of chicken tenders in there, and then a straw that can go in so you can drink the the drink. Drink the ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> drink the drink and like eat the chicken fingers off the top of it. It was really cool. How much was huh. that? It was like twenty bucks. But I got the commemorative cup. I didn't have to like look under pe- people's seats after the game if they if they forgot. A cup. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm like I'm a fan of of collectible cups and stuff like that. Oh, I used to up in my attic somewhere. I have like sleeves upon sleeves of like those. Remember those SummerSlam Slurpee yeah. cups? Kelly, Back, Kelly. Like 2010. <laughs> God, yeah. my first our first apartment. That's like it was half of our cups was just those <laughs> that's funny. those commemorative cups. I know. I have to find them, or maybe I threw them in the recycling bin. I don't know. But recycling <laughs> bin that would kill me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that's my bin. I worked and I did that today, and again, you know. And then this week is more work and stuff like that. So, for Dave, how's your week? My week was uh, pretty good. Pretty yeah, what you, good. What do you do these days? Work. Work, yeah. work. Yeah, I started bumping up my hours at work, and everything's going great. I actually I had a patient, and I spoke to this patient for a good amount of time about pro wrestling. She was in her late 70s, pro, <laughs> wrestling, pro wrestling fan. Okay. Oh, was there more to that, or was that the? Was no, that the I. She's a pro wrestling fan. She's been a pro wrestling fan since her teenage years. So did you and discuss Bruno? Discussed everything. She said, like, she's a fan. She's a big fan of Roman Reigns. Wow. And like, was telling me. And uh, you, as fan. the internet wrestling fan, the typical internet wrestling fan, you're just like, no, Roman Reigns is the worst. He's getting pushed down <laughs> our throats. Nah, I. I I totally understood it. She was saying how she used to love it and how her, I guess her grandchildren uh, ask her if she still watches that stuff because of this and that. And she always has it on with watching SmackDown and Raw. And I thought it was cool. The fact that like pro wrestling, you're able, no matter what you're, there is no age range for pro wrestling. Like that someone in their seventies was conversing with someone in their thirties who could be conversing with someone in there uh, who's, Less four than ten years, years old, old, like my son. Yeah, who's less than who's four years old, like your son, about pro wrestling. There's really no gap. Like, there's no, uh, there's no age range where it's limited to. It's perfect. Did you ask her if she goes to shows at all or no? 
Yeah, she actually doesn't like to. She hasn't. Oh. She's never been to one. She's never been but, to one. Yeah, she's never been to one. But she said that she's rather she'd rather watch it on TV, anyways. Dude, screw I, that. I Get her a her. ticket to Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel her on that one. Yeah. Then I actually had another patient wearing a wrestling shirt, and I, like I keep on marking out whenever wrestling gets brought up in in at work, and I'm like, it's it's cool stuff like that. Wait, but did uh, you tell the other woman that you met superstar Billy Graham? No. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it up next time. Yeah, tell her you, like, uh, hung out with him for the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll bring it up to her next time. Uh, but I, she, used to hate, I used to hate superstar Billy Graham. Yeah, she said, like, she used to love, like, Hulk Hogan growing up and this. Growing up. And that name. Yeah, so she was many bad hilarious jokes right now but it's a pg show and i can't why thank you i'm trying no no problem i'm trying to i'll get into it okay yeah so yeah cool great yeah that 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 was really uh cool experience and then overall just trying to work as much as possible i'm going to start looking for jobs uh acute care setting hospital and you know outside of that i'm helping out around the house doing a lot of yard work and uh that's really it it's not fun doing yard work in this brutal heat. Chris, really I don't, I don't, I don't mind it. Like I, I that kind of person. Like if I get, if I put my gloves on, I would want, I could spend the entire day out there just cutting down trees and pulling weeds and all of that. I, I love that. So, so, Brandon, you were gonna say something? Yeah, t-shirts. Oh yeah, I did buy <laughs> some t-shirts this week. <laughs> so I was having a day on Monday. Um, I worked essentially all weekend. I got a lot of, I got no sleep all weekend. And Monday I went to work and they sent me home. So I was just in a real bad mood Monday night. So I <laughs> made myself feel better, but I poured myself a nice glass of Rowan Creek. Uh, it's a uh, delicious bourbon for all those that don't know. And uh, WWE just happened to have a 50% off shirt sale. So um, I bought myself that new Finn Balor special edition shirt where it has his face and it has like, it says like the Demon King and that like evil handwriting in the background. It's a pretty cool shirt. Um, and then I bought Rachel the, uh, an I'm the Boss shirt because both of our children refer to her as the boss of the house. <laughs> right before I went to bed, right before Madeline went to bed, I said, Madeline, who's the boss? And she looked at, she looked at Rachel and goes, you, mommy. Oh, I, I was expecting her to say Tony Danza. Are you <laughs> no, no, she's not going to say Tony Danza. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I bought those are on my way. Those are on their way. Uh, FedEx says it's going to be delivered by the twentieth. Yeah. Wow. I, got, I don't know if I brought up the fact that I got shirts the other week. The, uh, I got the the baddest on the planet Rousey T-shirt. Okay. And the Andrade Cien Amas T-shirt, as well okay, as the Team Hell No T-shirt and Two O Five Live one. You just got a 205 Live shirt? Yeah, the logo tee. Because <laughs> they had drink? a sale. And I like 205 Live. I want to show support to all those people. Yeah. And then and you, I... know, you know, like, Cedric Alexander and, like, Jack Gallagher have, like, new stores on Pro Wrestling Tees? Really? Huh. Yeah, like, recently. It's like, it, it was like, hmm. What loophole did they have to jump through to uh, get that? Yeah, it seems like more and more wrestlers are having... Uh stores on there yeah then I, then I bought a bunch of custom shirts too oh yeah that's right wwe uh shop no no, no like... not those not those 
Which ones? From well, ones that I designed. I for, I bought oh. two for Disney. Oh, one God. one is the uh, has a, a lamp in the background. It's nothing like copyrighted. It's all getting like all the loopholes are getting around the Disney copyrights and stuff. <laughs> so it's a <laughs> it's a lamp, and then in front of it, it says applause in like what looks like it could be like neon, kind of like from Aladdin. Uh huh. So and then I got a. Uh, it's an E.T. parody t-shirt, but the moon is cut out and shaped like the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus. Okay. And there's a black cat jumping over the moon. Almost. All right. Uh, and then I got back, they, I sent this, I think, to you guys the other, the other day, when, with the, the Seth Rollins Iowa's own t-shirt. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so I, I custom made it to make it Long Island's own hmm. for, for Zack Ryder. Okay. So if, if that comes by tomorrow, I'm going to wear that to take over. All right. And then I got a Railroad Rudy's Bar and Grill t-shirt. Um, how come that shirt hasn't been put on a Pearls and T-Store yet? Uh, well, I don't have, like, I can't actually make that as a design. It's just, I can't, like, save these designs as logos. Why? Well, you can't can save just... them as, like, a PNG file? No, it just saves as, like, the actual t-shirt design. But can't that work? I mean, no. I'm sure that they're able to do what they got to do. No, because you have to do. You'd have to then have them like cut it out, or whatever. I'm sure if yeah. like I sent Chris the design, he would be able to do it in a heartbeat. But oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got to get Rudy stuff up there. But again, who? Nobody's nobody wants to buy that. Brandon, you're hawking these shirts out like hotcakes, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Corinne is the one that bought those three shirts last week when she said it's Ireland for <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, she won't even she she didn't even like understand what I was talking about when I brought up Mark out to her one time. <laughs> she she started getting like pissed off. <laughs> Why would someone get pissed off over that? She's uh, I don't know her full gimmick. I don't I don't fully <laughs> want that. Yeah, but you it know, fits. Yeah, and you know the whole time we were talking, I was talking about that thing from, um, what's it called, from Yankee Stadium. I wanted to use that word, but I stopped myself. So. Yeah, well, um, why but, is I, I'm seeing right now a clip of I guess at the Brooklyn Cyclones game they have Big Show and Dana Warrior. Yeah, they have the why is Dana Warrior signing autographs? Who the heck is she? She's the amb- she's an ambassador now for WWE. And, All right, and anyway, let's let's get on to let's 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 save our anger for later because that I makes think, no sense. What do you mean she's a she's a personality? Yeah, about that, about that. Yeah. So as Chris was saying, let's outside get, the red at least talk, the Cyclones are doing something nice for for Connor's cure. Yeah. There we go. Anyway, outside the ring talk, let's start. Let's start off. Talk. We uh, spoke about it in the uh, open to the show. Jim the Anvil Neidhart has passed away. Uh, one half of the Hart Foundation. He was a staple in the later reincarnation of the Hart Foundation when it was a whole stable. Um, awesome. Made me want to grow a beard when I was younger. Um, and and that, he, that laugh. Yeah, stroking his stroking his beard too. Like you know. Yeah, I, awesome. think, I think I stroke my beard because of the way he used to do it. You probably do, Mark. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, terribly passing. I, I feel like maybe – I don't know the actual cause of his death, Dave. I think you read something yeah. about it on Tuesday. 
Yeah, I saw in Newsday. Um, I forgot who put it out there, uh, but I guess it, he may have been diagnosed with Alzheimer's recently and uh, um, being prone to having seizures. And I guess he went up to go adjust the air conditioner, had a seizure, a grand mile seizure, which is a pretty heavy one, hit his head when he fell and I guess just ended up succumbing to the head injury when he hit his head on the fall. So you think that could be like a misdiagnosed uh, case of Alzheimer's? What do you mean? Well, because if he was having, like, if he was prone to seizures, uh huh. Don't they have that with like the football players and stuff? I mean, yeah, but just like everything else, is the de- with the deterioration of the brain, it's still going to bring upon signs and symptoms of Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's disease. You could have. I mean, you could have. I mean, is seizure one of the yeah. symptoms of Alzheimer's? I mean, see, I mean, with the seizure, it's just it's it's a pretty heavy seizure that he had. It's where they have a total loss of consciousness, oh. and it's pretty like very violent, as opposed to like a minor seizure. This one it could last a little bit. I think this one could last like over five minutes, like a very long one. But it's yeah. unfortunate. And uh, I like WWE had the video package ready to go. Yeah, listen, hey, those people don't, uh, they don't stop, man. No, and unfortunately, we are having these 10-bell salutes too often, and it's just awful. Um, Yeah, we definitely, our condolences to the Neidharts and the Hearts. Yeah, the whole Hart family. The Hard Heart Clan, whatever it is. Um, exactly. Just very get, unfortunate. Let's get into some, actually, I don't know. Uh, some WWE 2K19 talk. Me and Dave really don't care. So, Brandon, take it away. Dude, you should care. Uh, well, first oh, of all, I, I, I think it's weird. Uh, I, I'll, okay, we'll start with the fact that they they announced the Daniel Bryan Showcase. And uh, we haven't had a showcase since 2017. 2K17 maybe, and um, which is really only one game. But they announced that it's going to be 12 matches, one which is a bonus match, I think. And people don't know whether or not it's going to be John Cena versus Brian Danielson. But they announced that John Cena versus Brian Danielson from Velocity is in fact one of the matches. Like Brian Danielson is in a WWE video game. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, and like he goes by the American Dragon and everything, so I think that's really cool. I um, hope he just comes out to the final countdown. No, nope, oh, that's happening. not going to happen, dude. If he comes out to like a uh, a knockoff version of that, even that would be awesome. I would. However, I would he was however, his, his theme song, yeah, his theme song during that was not anything close to that. So. Yeah, I would so, mark out for and that. Also, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, John Cena's basic thugonomics is going to be back in the game." Whether or not 2K chooses to do that, that's fine. I would prefer that to be his theme song. But that wasn't John Cena's theme song yet in that match. So Yeah, I thought it was cool that they had that match uh, and everything like that. Yeah, when I saw it, it when I saw the picture. When I saw the picture, I was like, Oh my god, that's Brian Danielson. And then they yeah. somebody posted like video footage of it, and I was like, "Please say Brian Danielson, please say Brian Danielson." And they were calling him Brian Danielson. 
And then uh, another match they have is uh, Randy Orton versus Daniel Bryan from a street fight on Monday Night Raw. They have Team Hell No versus Kofi Kingston and R-Truth from uh, maybe Night of Champions for the tag titles. And they have Triple H versus Daniel Bryan from WrestleMania 30. And I believe they said they're going to be 11 overall Daniel Bryan characters in the game. Which I believe might be the most ever. So, I, I mean, I, it's it's awesome. They they said every single one will have their own unique like move set and everything. Uh, obviously, Brian Danielson will have more of a submission based uh, move set. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm pumped for that. All right, very yeah. cool, very cool. Uh, it looks like you know what? Damn it, I want to. Ah, I wanted to use one of Dave's great uh, segues, but I didn't. Um, Jeff Jarrett has filed a lawsuit, allegedly, against Anthem Sports. Apparently, it looks like Jeff Jarrett and Global Force Entertainment uh, filed a copyright infringement lawsuit against Anthem, and uh, alleging that GFW merger never went through and Impact is wrongfully making money off of their intellectual property. So, hmm. interesting. Very very interesting. Well, a lot of people suing a lot of people here, folks. Yeah, very interesting. Um, we also have Elias's uh, concert that was announced to be at uh, the Gramercy Theater, and that was canceled. Um, they were selling tickets and everything, but today, Thursday, they canceled that concert, and it's going to be taking place at SummerSlam now. Oh, so who can you see interrupting his? Uh... You think this will set up a match with him and Bobby Lashley? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Lance Storm was a guest this week at the Performance Center. Uh, he was a special guest trainer, which I think is awesome because a lot of people you know, go out of their way to go to Lance Storm school for three months and then go and continue their training elsewhere. So it was cool that you know everybody in the uh, WWE PC uh, got a taste of what uh, it's like to train with Lance Storm. So very cool. Yeah, a lot of people... Uh... Great people train with uh, Lance Storm, a lot of uh, current big-time wrestlers. Yeah, so absolutely. One person that's not going to be performing anytime soon, there's the segue right there, is Sin Cara. Uh, this week he had surgery performed by Dr. Jeffrey Dugas, who works out of the uh, Andrews Sports and Medicine Orthopedic Center in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, you see a lot of big-name stars there. Uh, Dean Ambrose got surgery there. Seth Rollins got surgery there. Zack Ryder got surgery there. Um, but we don't know the extent of the surgery that Sin Cara had. So speedy recovery. He was crushing it with Andrade C. and Almas. So we'll see uh, what happens nah, next for him. Pretty much everyone goes there. You name it. I mean, oh, yeah. A- Andrews is the, the top of the top. Yeah, I mean, totally. I, I actually think he's the first person to ever do a Tommy John surgery, too. Really? Yeah, I think he's the uh, the person to perform the Tommy John surgery on Tommy John. So, yeah, James Andrews is really well-known. I've read a few of his uh, articles. Okay, cool. Um, I want that Sin Cara shirt he was wearing. Oh, that did look pretty cool. Oh, yeah, he, probably, he probably made his own shirt like you do, Brandon. I think so. And, Brandon, <laughs> you asked a question before about the link of seizures with Alzheimer's, I guess epilepsy can be linked to Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's disease. So you are at a higher risk of having a seizure if you do have this, uh, have Alzheimer's. So oh. there is a potential link there. Um, 
unfortunately, this week, Justin Credible was arrested. Uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet is reporting that, according to authorities in Connecticut, Credible was taken into custody on Tuesday, and he's currently being held on $7,500 bond. It's unclear at this time what uh, what Justin Credible did to violate his protective order, but he was booked on disorderly conduct, and yeah, so there's an issue. There was a order issued for his wife last year following a domestic dispute. So there's just so much going on. I mean, hopefully everything is all right. Hopefully everything gets taken care of, and hopefully it's just nothing serious. I mean, this is another wrestler who. We've been seen on a roller coaster ride, and hopefully he's just able to get keep his head above water. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, it's, it stinks that he's going through everything that he's going through because you know he's another one of those guys where it's like, oh yeah, he's doing great. Now he's not doing great. Now he's doing great again. Now he's not doing great again. Some. Yeah, I mean, it it stinks because you hear about him on he's. He's doing cold turkey. He's on the wagon. He's off the wagon. He's clean. He's not clean, and it's just a roller coaster ride that, unfortunately, it never ends well. Yeah. But hopefully, he's able to maintain a steady state and stay clean. Amen. Also, uh, uh, unfortunately, today uh, Aretha Franklin passed away. Yeah. Um, she performed at WrestleMania three, America the Beautiful, and then twenty years later again at WrestleMania twenty three. So Yeah, very very unfortunate. I mean, I used to listen to her cassette tape growing up. Uh she she's a legendary musician. I mean yeah. and I she died to... and she died on the same day that Elvis died. Huh. King and the Queen both died on August sixteenth. Wow. 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 I wish I, I wish I got to see her more than just one time. I, I wish I got to see her once, but I mean, dude, it's like it such was, a powerful it was awesome. voice. Yeah, dude, it was powerful an awesome voice. show. We, aside from the fact that I had to sit through uh, John, uh, James Dolan, it, it was mm-hmm. an awesome show. Oh, I was, remember that because it was originally supposed to be her and Al Green, and for whatever reason, Al Green like pulled out or couldn't make it, and they replaced her with uh, replaced him with uh, JD in the Straight Shot, which is. James Dolan, the the owner of Cablevision, the New York Rangers, Madison Square Garden, or the old owner of Cablevision, I should say. His band. Yeah. So, but yeah, Aretha Franklin was awesome, and uh, it I sucks. Mean, yeah, definitely. Um, right. Let's get on some positive news here, because we, you'd think that SummerSlam being in the New York area, there would be a lot of events going on. This weekend in New York, but there really isn't. There's one big event that is happening on Friday, April 17th, which is actually my older sister's birthday. She's never going to listen to this, but happy birthday anyway, Jacqueline. Uh, At the Melrose Ballroom, it's going to be presented on Fight TV. GCW is presenting Joey Janela's Lost in New York. So another installment of the Joey Janela booked shows. This will probably be another fun We've seen the promos for it. It's going to be a lot of fun, something to look forward to, and something a good thing to start off SummerSlam weekend. Yeah, I Joey Janela, GCW, they never disappoint. I mean, everybody that comes out of there is ecstatic and excited and so happy that they went to this event. And every, I, I don't think I've ever heard a complaint about any of their shows. 
Neither have I. Uh, you have a five-way grab the brass wing ring ladder match with uh, one of Dave's favorites, Eli Everfly versus G Raver versus Gringo Loco versus Jimmy Lloyd versus uh, Tony uh, Deppin. And uh, Eli Everfly is going to have on sale his brand new T-shirt that you could pick up at that show. Uh, also, you're going to have Nate Webb taking on MJF, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Uh, this match I'm excited for, especially because Weedus, the band Weedus, is going to be performing. I'm I'm guessing that they're probably going to perform Nate Webb's theme song when, on the way to the ring. Does he does he come out the teenage dirtbag? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, that's awesome. I like the fact of like wrestling promotions incorporating like musical acts and stuff like that. Like, um, I want to talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. But Black Craft Wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, the guys that own Black uh, Black Craft, uh, the clothing line. They're do- they're having for that band Falling in Reverse play at their first show. That's already sold out in, in uh, Pittsburgh. So that's. I, I, that's- yeah, that's something to keep your eye on. Black always, Wrestling. always love, always love that crossover. Uh, you're gonna have a singles match where somebody will be facing off against KTB. Don't know who that's gonna be. Chris Dickinson is gonna be facing off against Teddy Hart. And um, this mac- next match, unfortunately, Haku is not going to be in action because he's gonna be attending the funeral of the uh, Anvil. Uh, and Nick Gage's opponent hasn't been announced yet. Yeah, I mean, I was looking forward to that. We uh, we've we've talked about how we've heard stories of Mang being the biggest bad 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 guy. Yeah, uh, on the indie scene. So I was looking forward to that. I mean, you um, hear all the stories about how he tried to he nearly ripped out someone's eye in a bar fight, and like so he would have been excited to see there. But yeah, that's yeah. what I, I told my friend this a story the other day about when DX did their their invasion of WCW Nitro. Yep, I know your story. And yep. how everyone was like, oh, like, I hope we don't run into <laughs> Haku. But yeah, I, was, they, I, was, they... I, I had brought that up because I was like, it would be interesting to see if, like, ROH or WWE vice versa would do that during Yeah, a lot of, I don't like, even Mania know, but next yeah, year. A, a lot of people were always saying how, like, if Meng was on that other side of the the garage door, they were just going to, they had no idea what they were going to do. But talking about craziness, PCO, someone who's been really out there, bizarre, insane in all of his promos and slightly genius, some would say, uh, he'll be taking on Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's been pulling out a lot of uh, shows recently. So hopefully, you know, this isn't a last minute thing of him pulling out of this show Maybe this is his last indie show before we see him in the front row takeover. Who knows? But you know, this will be cool. I like PCO. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see him do more things. I, and I, I don't know, dude. If what? Ring of Honor was smart, they'd book him and they'd book Joey for that Garden show. Yeah, I mean, well, it has to be New Japan guys too. You know, yeah, well, you mean, it's a New that. Japan. So, but you could toss in Joey Janela and PCO. Well, they, well, they did like how they did in. Florida, I think Kenny Omega put on that show where they did bring in some Florida local talent. Maybe they'll they could do that at this one over at MSG. I'm not too sure if it's similar, but yeah, maybe. And uh, your main event of the evening, it wouldn't be a Joey Janela show without Joey Janela performing on it. He is going to be facing off against the legend Jinsei Shinzaki. So, a- AKA 
Hakushi from WWF. Yeah, I remember Dave sending me the promo. I'm like, oh my god, is that F and Hakushi? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's so it, it's surreal, and it's even it's kind of weird. Like you're looking at this card, and you even have Hakushi and PCO. I never would I even think that I would see them on a card in 2018. PCO is uh, the biggest talent on the Indies, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I get. I, I give him so much credit. He he had an idea, he had a gimmick, and somehow his gimmick just caught fire. Yeah, Destro needs to start being booked all over the place too with him. Yeah, it's kind of weird that he's not being booked with him, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm hoping that it gets played into the storyline. You know how like all of the promos are intertwined as a larger story. Yeah. Did you see the really well produced one from Blackraft? Uh, I sent I sent it to you in our group. We have a. Oh group. yeah, is this the it's one where he went to the tattoo parlor? No, it wasn't a tattoo parlor. Well, they were like, give him a new got... heart. Yeah, oh, and really just the way it was edited, it was really, really well done. So they gave him a new heart. They were going to give him a new heart or something. Oh, like that. I don't yeah. know. I, I saw it's the a very one... horror film. Yeah, you know, slasher film, grindhouse style. I, I saw one where I guess they were taking they removed something from his chest. That. Yes. Yeah, just very like you said. I do like that it's a grindhouse style of yeah. horror, um, and very cool. So everybody, go check out Game Changer Wrestling on Friday night. You can also get it on. I believe it's on Fight. Yes, uh, I said that. Fun. Yeah. So go go order that. Put your order in, and yeah. So I think it's time we should take a break, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Jeremy Piven would have been here, but he's out preparing for Summerfest. And if you lose, we will ban you from the Summerfest. Welcome back to Marking Out, episode 393. Thank you for listening. But now it's time for some sports entertainment, and let's talk about some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which kicked off with Ronda Rousey <laughs> paying yeah, she, tribute she, yeah. to. You gonna cut me off again this week, well, or I, can I? I, did, I didn't. I didn't think you were gonna go into that. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were gonna. Go was, right I, no, more, no more dead air. Anyway, Ronda Rousey opened Raw, uh, and she offered a little bit of uh, condolences for her good friend Natalia's uh, passing of her father, which I thought was uh, a, a very classy way to start off Monday Night Raw and especially a very smart way of doing it because who are you going to bring out? Some random wrestler? Are you going to have everybody stand at the end of the stage? No. Ronda, uh, Natalia's in the, the middle of a storyline with Ronda Rousey so it would be smart for them to kind of play off of it. Yeah. And uh, then she brought out Ember Moon who I don't think has been on Raw in like three weeks. So. Yeah. And then, and then Bliss brought out Security. And she attacked Ember Moon from behind, and Ronda Rousey was held back by that security and then beat up that security. Yeah, some of that security was like the Zane Dawson. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, so some... They were in what, South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got Dave Dawson and a few other wrestlers down there. So, But Ronda Rousey tossing them around pretty as, easily. As, as well as uh, Alicia Fox. 
Yes, yes, she was there. And then the uh, the first match of Monday Night Raw was Ember Moon picking up the victory over Alexa Bliss via disqualification because uh, Alicia Fox got involved. But uh, this match, awkward this match, finish. Yes, it was very awkward. Uh, this match was supposed to be Natalia versus Alexa Bliss. Um, but yeah, it was a very yeah very that finish, finish. It looked like it looked like and. Uh, What's it looks like Ember Moon didn't re Ember Moon didn't react to Alicia Fox quick enough, and I don't know if it's because Fox didn't maybe she didn't hit her hard enough or something, but it just looked weird. It looked like Ember Moon was pretty much kicking out of her own move, breaking up her own move. Yeah, it looked crummy. Uh, I don't know how I missed it during Monday Night Raw, but WWE surely showcased it on WWE.com. That there was a bat flying ringside during this. I would have been, like, freaking out <laughs> if yeah. there was a bat flying next to me. Well, I don't think it was flying around for too long, though. But it was literally right next to Ronda Rousey. Yeah, but then it flew away. It went around, like, it went around the entire ring. Which, it's like, where did the where did the bat go? Yeah, like, in the clip, you see it get tangled up in the, uh, production wire yeah but uh yeah alicia fox caused a disqualification and uh ronda rousey uh took her down took her down so yeah we shall see what happens at SummerSlam with the championship well she'll see her at SummerSlam. Wow! Yeah, I, I tried to find that clip i don't know if i have that i it just now i played the uh the jeremy piven would have been here but he was too oh. busy looking for Summerfest or whatever. And then, All right, good, smart. And then, I didn't uh, even know you had that. And then, he, then it goes into the actual Piven clip. The you'll you'll be uh, banned from the Summerfest or whatever it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. All right, good. Next up, you had Baron Corbin pick up the victory over Tyler Breeze. Oh my God, uh, look, it's Tyler. Yeah, pretty average, quick match. Uh, we need more Prince was, Pretty. I don't think it was that quick though. I mean, it was like what five minutes or something. Four minutes, 15 seconds. But it could have been a lot shorter. Ah. <laughs> and I'm glad it wasn't. I'm glad it wasn't yeah, a one-sided match. Well, we need more Prince Pretty. 100%, yeah. Next up, you had Braun Strowman and Finn Balor pick up the victory over Jinder Mahal and Kevin Owens. Which, uh, originally, Baron Corbin made this a handicap match, and Kurt yeah. Angle came out and said, you know, I, I can't cancel the match, but I could certainly change it, and I'm going to change it into a tag team match. And then Braun Strowman came out. The crowd reaction to Braun is so fun to watch. Which still, oh, yeah. it, like that's to me, I don't think he needs that briefcase. Kevin Owens could a hundred percent win that on Sunday, and then like he gets super over as like even bigger as a heel. I don't know. I don't think that he's really. I don't know. But at the end of the match, it all came down to Balor, Braun picking up the victory, but. Baron Corbett hit Finn Balor from behind with the end of days, and that's how the segment ended. Yeah, it's a good thing uh, Braun Strowman turned his back on his tag team partner over there. To <laughs> turned chase, his back to, on his tag team partner over to there. To chase after Kevin Owens. Like, was it necessary for him to chase Kevin? I don't think so, but it was funny. Afterwards, they showed on, uh, on WWE.com that Kevin Owens was hiding in a uh, car, even though he said he wasn't hiding in a car. He's so hiding in a Kevin, urinal. Yeah, Kevin Owens is awesome. You said in a urinal? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
Up I don't know, man. Next, we had Ricky Roberts come out to pay tribute to Elias, which you got, I have to assume Ricky Roberts is named after Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson. I would the, assume The Rock so, and Roll yeah. Express. Um, and then Elias, who, the, who in the... Uh... The meeting thought that genius uh, move up. <laughs> oh, yeah, so right now we're going to have <laughs> we have Ricky Roberts. That's going to be named. <laughs> can, can we just appreciate the fact that Brandon just popped himself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Elias came out, and uh, then he gets cut off by Bobby Lashley. And uh, Ricky Roberts ended up trying to – well, not trying to. He did hit Bobby Lashley with the guitar. It had zero effect. On him. And then, uh, that was that. Yeah. Elias will perform at SummerSlam. Yeah, he's gonna have a match against Bobby Lashley. But it's funny, it's funny to see, like, when you recognize indie talent. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah, that was the Southern Savior, John, John Schuyler. But he's always, he's on NXT, he's all over the place. He should be signed he's for He's at him. the Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, that's right. He was at the he was who was who's guess. I think guess he was, was with the revival. Okay. If I remember correctly. But did they have wives and stuff like that? Um, I don't know. Maybe he was just sitting near them. I don't know. I don't right. know. And your t-shirts are too tight too, Billy. <laughs> nice. Speaking of apparently, t-shirts. this guy Ricky Roberts mm. is an actual uh, musician. Ricky Roberts know. is a musician, or John. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, this is probably this is uh, a news a news site reporting local musician, so it's probably incorrect. Mark, <laughs> local <laughs> musician Larry. Yeah, <laughs> just got got by a news site. Just got got. I got got. Up next, the B team picked up the victory over the deleters of the worlds, as well as the revival. Um, yeah. Revival paying tribute to Jim the Anvil Neidhart in this by using the heart attack. Big question here. Okay, because I saw Bully Ray had a big problem with yeah. the fact that that match, was, the, the heart attack was used midway through the match and it should have been somebody's finisher. Do you guys believe that? Or do you feel like the Revival were the right team to use this tag team maneuver in the middle of a match? I think the revival 100% was if of the three teams I think they would have been the team to use it given yeah. their style of wrestling. I don't think also uh given the like the storyline and everything how Bowen Axel are getting lucky with their victories and they kind of just happen upon their wins. I don't mm-hmm. think it would have worked for them. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and, and anywhere else on the card it it didn't work. Yeah. I agree and, and like, with you. I mean, like any, like if, like Bobby Roode and Titus Worldwide and them used it, it just it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have been the thing. No, I think oh, the revival were the perfect tag team to have done that. And Ricky Roberts was John Schuyler, we, independent we wrestler. That. Please, listen. I said that. The, I said that. The Southern Savior, said, John John Schuyler. You said John Schuyler. Yes, I did. Oh, I didn't hear you. We Sorry. really listened to each other on the show. Like, sorry about that. Like you did that no, last it's okay. week too. All's forgiven. Yeah, so next up, you had something else. What happened next? Roman Reigns <laughs> spoke about Brock Lesnar. And Paul yeah, Heyman came up. out and basically offered him to be a uh, Paul Heyman guy. I said this last week on the show. You did? Chris said did. this 100%. And then it happened. Almost. Yeah. And then uh, Paul Heyman comes out and sprays, uh, sprays Roman Reigns with a 
suspicious. <laughs> but it was, it was pepper spray. With a lot. A lot, a lot of pepper spray. A couple squirts of that, and you're your food south of the border. Um, anyway, and then Brock Lesnar comes out, surprisingly, and uh, hits an F5 on Roman Reigns. So this is all a big bruise. The, uh, the Oscar-winning performance of Paul Heyman last week. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I liked... Bruise. I liked uh, Paul Heyman bringing up his history with the Wild Samoans again. Yeah. I believe we've heard that prior in their feud. Uh, this time he spoke Samoan. Yeah. But, cool. Uh, and then I believe backstage they were washing, they were using water to wash the the liquid out of Roman Reigns' eyes. And when they should be using milk. Yeah. Come pe- on. People Anybody knows people, that. Well, I don't know if that was a joke or not, but people were saying that you don't, wash pepper spray off with water it makes it worse yeah you use milk is that like a legit thing <laughs> yeah milk you, yeah did you chris, see, isn't, chris isn't lying yeah did you, you see trent promoting his action figure <laughs> no oh, it's right, like it's the milk? most trent video <laughs> ever it's his action figure in a sink with him pouring milk over it yeah no, and it's like just... yeah this yeah I, I get it that's trent yeah so you could you could purchase his action figure from wrestling superstore or something. Yeah, where you go. Company. Listen, let, leave the shameless plugs to Dave. All right, you can. I don't know what you can do, but next up you had uh, Bobby Roode and Titus. Worldwide. World. Good, we tried. Worldwide. Yeah. Defeating See, he Mojo. was listening, but then wasn't. <laughs> Uh, defeated Mojo Raleigh and the Authors of Pain, so you're taking two feuds, bringing them into one big match, getting these guys on TV. Works for me. When they first showed this match, and I saw AOP was in one corner, and I saw somebody else was in there on their team, I was like, who the hell is that? And I, it took me a quick second to realize it was Mojo, because like, all we uh, saw was him from behind, and I was like, who's wearing trunks that look like that? Yeah. Unfortunately, it was Mojo. Unfortunately. Uh, you had some women's action after this as Ruby Riot making her in-ring return after being uh, out for a couple weeks on injury, defeating Sasha Banks. Yeah, she uh, she trapped Sasha Banks' hand in the steel steps at one point and gave it a little kick. Messed up her hand. And then she uh, Banks dove to the outside right after that almost and uh, landed yeah. on Sarah Logan. And then Liv Morgan tried to uh, interfere and got got kicked, I believe, which led right into the pin. I and like Ruby how Riot. I like how Ruby Riot hit the schoolboy right from the ropes. That's like she it. Rolled her through the ropes. I thought it was really cool. Very but cool. It's it's just I, I hate that they're not booked for SummerSlam. The same goes for Asuka. Yeah. Uh, the the card's stacked already. It's like how many yeah, matches? I don't know. There's names that should be used and they're not being used. All right, complain about it on your podcast. Oh wait, you are. I am. <laughs> Lol. Monday night anyway. ruffle. <laughs> ruffle, ruffle, ruffle. Closed out. What are you a teenage <laughs> girl? Oh jeez. <laughs> uh, Kurt Angle comes out to address the stuff with Brock Lesnar and basically says that he hopes Roman Reigns is going to win. And That's Ziggler so and, and Drew McIntyre came out. Yeah, but it's, it's fine. On Summerfest. If, if you think that's bias, you should go look at WWE's Twitter account. 
they have their promoted their emojis that that you could use one is roman reigns one is ronda rousey and one is SummerSlam with the wwe championship even though we know that's not going to close the, the, the show but what's not gonna close the show the wwe championship match oh no that's gonna be just that's gonna be the open yeah, <laughs> we know something this. like that yeah so so uh ziggler and mcintyre come out they're uh cut this long promo about how Rollins isn't gonna show up and just because as that's been, that was the whole thing all night long it's like oh uh he's stuck in china and the and the announcers were like oh yeah he's stuck in china this that and the other thing stuck in china well, we all no. knew. We all knew where he was. He was backstage. And uh, just as he went to sign that contract to uh, officially say that he should, that Dolph Ziggler should be the winner and just offer the forfeit there, Seth Rollins' music hits. And he said, I, I've been here the whole time, but I had to wait. I had to wait for backup. No, he had to, he didn't have to wait for backup. He had to he, because well, he, his travel. Yeah, uh, what, yeah well, he had to wait for backup. Yeah. Dean Ambrose made his return. So stupid it, last week that they mentioned it. <laughs> well, what did I say it's so last stupid. week? I said no. Two weeks ago, or I said ago. you know they they got to start getting people in Dean Ambrose's head. They got to get Dean Ambrose back in everybody's head. I, so they, that's the. I really don't think they needed to do that. I. I I really just like, oh, I know who it's not going to be like, wink, wink, wink. It's not going to be Dean Ambrose. It's like he has not been mentioned on the show in months. Yeah, I think now I, I, I expect it to be Dean Ambrose. I understand why they did it, but I don't like that they did do it. So Dean Ambrose returns looking jacked, got his hair cut, looking like Triple H from a few years ago. There was a meme that I saw. And it said Triple H over the years, and then it had oh, yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Did you see it with Dolph Ziggler from Monday Night Raw with like the teased hair, not the teased hair, like the straightened hair? Yeah. Uh, then it had Bobby Roode, and then it had Dean Ambrose from uh, Monday Night Raw. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So, is, did you just send me the image? Uh, no, I sent oh. you our <laughs> picture of the week. Oh, <laughs> try to... yeah, it's pretty good actually. Bravo, Brandon. Um, yeah, and then it's, you're not on it though. No, I don't. I don't have to be on them. But you're our mascot. Come I'm on. I'm just on them because nobody else offers up. Because he looks the week. damn good. Well, I'm a solid five out of ten, but eh. <laughs> don't sell yourself short. I'm not selling myself short. I'm eh. a solid five out of ten. That's why I wear a mask. But uh, that's a late night gimmick. But it's the real life truth. <laughs> but but yeah the the shield uh reunited again and went down to beat up Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. Dean Ambrose so, went crazy. Yeah, so Dean Ambrose was will he, be and Dean he, Ambrose oh. hits the same finisher basically that that Drew McIntyre. Yeah. No, but he uses the claymore now. He doesn't really use Oh yeah, the... that's true, yeah. Um was it was it awkward to me? It's like by the way, props to Renee Young. Did an oh, awesome job. Yes, a hundred percent. Renee but Young. During fantastic. this whole promo, she didn't say a word. Did everybody when else? Ambrose come out, it's like you heard Corey Graves and you heard Michael Cole and you didn't hear Dina you didn't hear Renee Young at all. You know, I feel like I feel like she didn't say as much as she could have, and I feel like that's not on her. Like there were points where I'm like, is she even here right now? And I feel like that's the case with when we get yeah. commentators who are like, like, oh, we're going to give her the Monday Night Raw spot. 
However, we're going to let her speak when we want her to. That's but interesting. That's better than having oh having like OD on it, you know? But I think I think she could I think she could have just as much range as Graves and Cole. Oh, I bet. But yeah, so the Shield beat them up, and uh, Dean Ambrose will be in Seth Rollins' corner at SummerSlam, and Drew McIntyre will be in Dolph Ziggler's corner at at SummerSlam. I was gonna say Mania. Do you think this is, has to be this match has to be high on the card? High, as in like furthermore. Yeah, like a nine o'clock match. No, I think that this could actually be close to opener. Yeah, this, I think, could actually open SummerSlam. No, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe is going to open. No, I honestly nah, believe this could open That's too SummerSlam. slow of a match. I, I think that this has a better shot at yeah. opening the show than AJ. It, it's a Very super good. hot match that'll pump the pump the crowd up. No, nah, exactly. <laughs> a terrible Arnold impression. No, no, no. Uh, let's hit the SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, you started SmackDown off with a face to face to face between Carmella, Charlotte, and Becky. All three of them will be fighting for the SmackDown Women's Championship at SummerSlam this weekend. Dude, when this segment started, I was like, I have no idea what's going on here right now. Like, yeah. I, I didn't hear them announce like this was going to be happening or anything. I was like, I don't understand why they're all coming out right now. Yeah, um, and Carmel, Charlotte called Carmella a diva living in the women's era, and then Paige came out Bam and roasted, said... Bam roasted to Charlotte because Carmella embraced it. Yeah. Carmella! <laughs> this then led to, uh, you know, the only two people in the ring that were in their gear, Charlotte yeah. and Becky, defeating uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. I was thinking about Tr- Mandy to... Rose and... Oh, I wasn't Tr- thinking about Mandy. I was thinking about why why I hate how Charlotte's in her gear for just a talk segment. Because maybe she knew she was going to get into the ring. Yeah. Well, I think they had already announced that match. So. I'm just happy that they still had Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville on SmackDown. Yeah, I, I was thinking about that the other day, too. I'm like, man, I'm like, I haven't seen them in a minute. Where are they? Yeah. yeah. Well, Becky got her big win. As uh, her and Charlotte defeated Absolution, even though they're not being called Absolution anymore. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Carmella I mean, they're, was on they're, commentary. They're, they're always Absolution to me. I yeah, mean, that's the thing. That's like, that was like, they debuted as that. Let them, let them just keep the name. It's, it's, yeah. I don't think there's any other way around it. It's Absolution. Just because they, just because Paige left, you still have two of the three. Uh, next, yeah, but then it's like the same thing. Like, do we refer to Charlotte and and Becky as Team PCB? No. Huh. Good, good call. Good call. But up next, you have the Bludgeon Brothers uh, taking on Triple Threat, which uh, never actually happened, as they just completely got decimated before. Yeah, it was a place. Yeah, Brad Attitude, Matt Lynch from the Lynch Bros, and Chris FX uh, really got torn up in this match. Yeah, which wasn't but, even a match. Yeah. Um, but next up, you had a New Day. No, new no. Day? Yeah, there we go. They picked up the victory over Sanity. Um, it was an It was a good match. 
Yeah, Killian Dane rocking uh, new gear. New now, gear. Now rocking a, uh, a singlet. Uh, but ultimately, I just, I really, I hate that Sanity's not booked for for SummerSlam. No, you got to pick and choose your battles. Yeah, when but it comes if you to... if you pull somebody up from the main roster or somebody returns after WrestleMania, and they're not booked on SummerSlam, you're doing it wrong. I mean, I agree with you. Look at Authors of Pain. Look at Shelton Benjamin in this. Uh, well, well Shelton, Shelton, Shelton Benjamin returned after SummerSlam last year. Nah. But he, even, had, he, he had his, his stint with Chad Gable, but other than that, dude yeah. has been missing for for weeks. Yeah. But we'll get to that. Poor booking on them. Up next, we had Andrade Cien Amas take on and defeat Aiden English, which uh, I need a sombra mask from WW Shop. If he's going to be wearing them weekly for his entrance, please sell. Please sell. Um, um, I, I, I thought that this was actually a, a fun match. It was quick. I mean, it yeah, did, it, was it did exactly what it needed to do, though. Yeah, I agree with you. It ended up uh, Rusev and Lana took the stage and got the crowd pumped up for this match of them taking on Almas and Vega. Yeah, said they're going to. And, a, and what, what type? What type of match is going to be, Brandon? It's going to be a mixed tag. Can you say a mixed match well... tag match, please? Mixed match challenge. Hey, thank you. Brett screwed Brett. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So next up after this, you had Jeff Hardy just talking. Nope, not yet. Benjamin. What do you mean? Nope, not yet. Sorry. What does that mean? Uh, Jeff Hardy defeated cut, Shelton Benjamin. Cut out. Jeff Hardy defeated Shelton Benjamin. I don't know what 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 cut out. What didn't happen? What did happen? Yeah, we'll hear it when we listen back to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but like I said before, it's been way too long since Shelton Benjamin's been on TV. Yeah, well, hey. I, he deserves way more than what he's getting. Like, I, a hundred percent, I think he could be a WWE champion, US champion, etc. Uh, I, I don't know if he could be WWE champion anymore. That ship may have sailed. Well, no, but you, definitely... just, you just have to build him up properly. You got to do stuff with him. I can't see him doing the WWE champ run. No, well, I can't I mean, did you see Jinder Mahal doing it? No, you didn't. That didn't happen. No, no, you're right. You're right. But uh, unfortunately, after, it happened after the match. Shinsuke Nakamura came out. Shelton Benjamin tried to distract Jeff Hardy. And uh, Nakamura came into the ring, hit a weird, like, zigzag armbar thing. And then Nakamura went to go hit the Kinshasa. Jeff Hardy reversed that into a twist of fate and a swanton. So Jeff yeah. Hardy proven that... Uh, he is worthy. Yeah. I hope he, he wins. What did you say? You hope... He wins. I hope so. Oh, you hope Jeff wins. Yeah, 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 Jeff. Yeah, I, so, I mean Nakamura hasn't really done anything as champion so far, so. No. Uh, throughout the entire night, they. Oh, were... and then they showed Randy Orton peeking through the. Oh yeah, that side was weird. Stage. I mean, I don't get it. It makes no sense. Go away. Yeah. Go away. Interrupt Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Champ. <laughs> don't please don't do that. <laughs> Can you imagine that happens, or like that match finishes and Randy Orton just peeks behind the stage? 
Yeah, I, I, I would like that. Why, but I don't know if I would like yeah. that. But through the John Lovitz from the Wedding Singer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, throughout the entire night, they were showing a bunch of Miz promos intertwined with Danny Bryan promos, just hyping up their match in a seg in a series. Of... Yeah, it, was, it was broken down into three parts. Yeah, the first part being videos. NXT. The second part being Talking Smack, and then the third part being Current Day. And I thought that, yeah, I thought that it was really good. It, the video quality, everything about them were really well. Yeah. So, and, and honestly, I mean, up next you had AJ Styles close the show, well, speaking about Samoa Joe. Well, before we, I, the one thing I don't like about the Danny Bryan Miz stuff, I love the promos. I don't like that. They didn't appear on the the event. I don't think they needed to. I don't think they needed it either. If you have that great video package, it's like, yeah, I I thought it was a very well done video package. It's like eight years of content there. I guess, but but with AJ closing the show, talking about Joe, I've been saying this. I really, I I wish this feud had more time. I wish they set it up a lot longer than. Yeah, instead of like, oh hey, guess what? Here's who you're gonna face. Joe comes out, reads a letter from a member of the WWE Universe, and then signs it, uh, uh, Wendy Styles, who you could only assume is AJ's wife. I, I am actually fine with the setup that they've had and the quick timing, especially because it's a nice difference from what we had the, what, a few pay-per-views ago where it was a few months to set up something. It just felt like forever. Yeah, I, but I this, like is, this, this is straight a feud, to the point. This is a feud that they could have actually built up for more, like, years. There's yeah, years, but I, I, There's also years' worth of stuff here between the two of them. Not in WWE, but, there, yeah, but, but there's I'm fine. years. I'm fine with this. There's years of material there, and they I'm just, they just the didn't do point. it. But, yeah. but how could you be fine with it? The feud, it's been a, it's been a dud right now. It's better it's than boring. what? It's boring. I didn't oh, expect anything AJ, with you. You don't like Joe. your wife. You don't like your children. Did you think that something with Samoa Joe was going to be anything more? Samoa Joe sometimes, really, I think, pulls out some good promos sometimes. Sometimes. But this, I feel like it's to the point. It's to my liking. That's it for me. Yeah, I like it too. I don't know. I'm not a fan of this. Afterwards, they on after SmackDown ended, they had AJ Styles being held back by uh, the Usos in the club. And Joe's just like, oh, what are you going to do? You had so much time to do this. Great. Great, Graham, wonderful. Everybody back on the bus. So, <laughs> there's a pay-per-view. A there's, a couple, there's a couple special events this weekend, folks. And let's start off with Saturday night. Brandon will be there. So, if you see him, make sure you say hi. Take a picture. Talking. Put it on every form of social media. Because Brandon loves that stuff. It's NXT TakeOver 4, folks. Take at the Barclays at Center. Barclays Center, yeah. It, yeah, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. You going to cut me off again, or should I just I'm, maybe, I'm just going to stop doing well, the show? For, Brooklyn, I mean, for the record, New York. For the record, at the you're not Barclays saying it Center. properly. You're not putting respect on the name. Not putting respect onto it. There's no the. There's no the. Who the heck cares? Me? Anyway. Good, good. Complain about it on your podcast. Oh wait, you are. Anyway, EC3 is taking off against is facing off against Velveteen Dream. What do we got? I'm saying EC3. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Dream. 
Usually, I usually I always say that I'm alright with Dream not winning and stuff because he's just that good. But I let's see Dream get a victory. Could the one percenter be the new Velveteen Dream? No. Then I'm going with EC3. Everything else from here on out is uh, for a title on NXT. You have the championship, uh, the tag team championship. Your champions, the Undisputed Era, Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly, will be facing off against the former champions who are invoking their rematch clause, Mustache Mountain. I am going with Undisputed Era. I wonder what happened here. Like This was like first reported as supposed to be a triple threat. With uh, War Machine. Oh, War Machine, too. Yeah. That's right. Oh, really? Yeah, because they, they played it off on the show, too. Like, War Machine came out and tried to attack them. So oh. maybe they feel like they would get a better match out of just the singles. Yeah, I think people were overzealous on the Wikipedia reporting. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Mustache Mountain. Uh, uh, I'm going Undisputed Era. All right, next up, you are going to be having... Shayna Baszler, the NXT Women's Champion, defending against Kyrie Sane. Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I'm going Baszler. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Baszler as well. This is also a rematch of sorts, the Mae Young Classic Finals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, your North American Championship will be on the line as your champion, Adam Cole, defending against Ricochet. Um, I want to say, I'm going to say Ricochet. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Hey, Ricochet. I'm going to go with Adam Cole. I'm going to go with Adam Cole. You know, Brandon, you know, Brandon will be sitting there uh, no, at, at the Barclays Center going, Adam Cole, absolutely, baby! Absolutely will not be partaking in that taunt. I, 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 could pro- I know Brandon wouldn't, but I know 100% I would. I boo people. Like and that. Chris, you know for a fact you would too. Yeah, because I'd... Uh, we we I'd, would both I'd, easily do that. I'd have a couple of uh, specialty cocktails in my system and having a good time. The main event <laughs> of NXT TakeOver 4 is a last-man-standing match for the NXT Championship between the champion Tommaso Ciampa and the challenger Johnny Gargano. I'm going to say Johnny Gargano. Yep, I'm saying Johnny Gargano too, and that's it. I don't want to see it. This that should be it for this feud. I want to see Gargano break. I'm going Champa. Break now. Right. Like men, like mentally break or whatever. It's the last I, man I, I standing match. Champa. It's not like he can really break that much. Yeah, I want to see Champa really get into uh, last man standing. Yeah, he's not going to win. I'm going Gargano. We we also have uh, performances. By two two bands, I believe, who performed the one theme song. Uh, well, the guy, well, the band's name is Grandson, I think. Grandson. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, it's all that music that you kind of listen to, so. Yeah, because Triple H listens to it. Yeah. Well, right. I I would have loved if they got every time I die to do a a song for it. I don't know what song off the new album they would do, but... So, the next night, also taking place at Barclays Center, SummerSlam, biggest party of the summer. Yeah, thanks for the catchphrase. You're going to start off, you got two kickoff matches. You got the mixed match. Where's the third one? Uh, Cruiserweight. I have the two. I have the Cruiserweight and I have the mixed match. Oh, tag team. Raw tag team championship. Yeah. That's the world champion. Oh, I don't even have that written down. Okay, 
So anyway, let's start off with what I have written down. Uh, you have you have Lana Rusev versus Almas and Vega. Uh, Andrade Cien Almas and Selena Vegas. I'm gonna say the team of Andrade Cien Almas and Selena Vega. As, I concur. Yeah. Well, straight down the board. I think. Uh, unfortunately, I think this will be the end of Rusev Day. I, I don't think it's gonna be the end of Rusev Day, but do you mean? Like him Aiden and English Aiden? is going to somehow maybe cost them. Okay, so not actually Rusev Day, just the tag team. Well, their tag team name is called Rusev Day, so yeah. Oh, all right. Um, you have the step- Cruiserweight Championship on the line as Cedric Alexander will be defending against Drew Gulak. Cool thing about this, if you have uh, the Oculus or the next VR, you'll be able to watch this match in virtual reality. Oh. That's yeah. weird. Weird, but really cool. I mean, it's... Do you have those or no? No, I just saw it on the WWE's website, and I thought that would be a cool little thing to tie in because some people might not know about that. Yeah, that, huh. I think they started that at, like, WrestleMania or something or one of the other pay-per-views. There was, like, a weird thing ringside that nobody knew what the heck it was. And then okay. they were like, oh, by the way, watch this in 3D or whatever it is. They do that a lot on the uh, YouTube channel. Oh, yeah? Nah. Yeah, they, they post uh, VR YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm saying Drew Gulak. Videos or whatever. Yeah, I'm going Gulak as well. Oh, I'm supposed to pick someone. I'm going to go with uh, Drew Gulak. Uh, okay. Four. I feel like Cedric Alexander hasn't done a lot as Cruiserweight Champion. Like He's been Cruiserweight Champion, but he's not like a memorable. Matches. I mean, he's had, yeah, that's great. He's had killer matches, but like, I feel like... like as a presence mm, he's yeah. just another guy like you know Mustafa Ali and Buddy Murphy had those great matches and we remember those more than we remember other you know a Cedric Alexander match I mean I, I still want to see uh, someone like Mustafa Ali carry that championship absolutely but he's injured or he's suffering from exhaustion or something to that nature uh, yeah, so. or the uh, Raw Tag Team Championship. The B Team will be taking on the Revival. I'm going to go with Revival. I hope. I hope so. I'm going to say the Revival as well. I'm going to say the B Team. I think Chris is right, but I hope the Revival wins. Yeah, I'm going Revival. Alright, now on to the main roster. Well, I guess not the main roster, but the main card. Finn Balor taking on Baron Corbin. I'm going to go with Finn Balor. And Finn Balor as well. Yeah. That's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, and then maybe he'll get... Uh, Baron Corbin will get a uh, a uh, job evaluation and uh, get fired from his job as constable. Uh, the match I'm most looking forward to seeing, The Miz versus Daniel Bryan. I'm saying Daniel Bryan. I'm going to go with Daniel Bryan as well. <laughs> Brandon's going to go with the match is not happening. He's going to have a concussion. Uh, I don't know. He wasn't on SmackDown this week. And neither was The Miz. Yeah. But Congratulations to The Miz. Two, two, two episodes in, and they already got to renew for season two. I'm going to say uh, I'm gonna say Miz. Wow. wow. SmackDown Tag Team Championship will be on the line as the Bludgeon Brothers defend against the New Day. I'm saying the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah. They need it. I'm going to say Bludgeon Brothers as well. <laughs> they definitely do need this. 
that needs it. I'm going to go with the Bludgeon Brothers as well, but I'm so hesitant to pick them over New Day. But, yeah. All right. Miss Matt, you, your United States Championship will be in line as Shinsuke Nakamura will defend against Jeff Hardy. Nakamura. Yeah. Dave, you said Jeff, Jeff. Hardy. Mm-hmm. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, why not? Maybe Randy Orton gets involved? Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm. Maybe. Intercontinental title will be on the line as Seth, uh, Dolph Ziggler defends against Seth Rollins. I'm saying Seth Rollins. I'm going to go against my judgment and say Dolph Ziggler. I am going to go with Ziggler as well. Uh, No, no, no. I'm going to go with Rollins. Well, because there's still a factor maybe Dean Ambrose screws Rollins. That's what what I'm hesitant with. I don't know how much I could trust Dean Ambrose with Rollins, but I'm going to go with Rollins. Braun Strowman will be facing off against Kevin Owens after Braun Strowman loses in any way, shape, or form. He loses his money in the briefcase, uh, money in the bank briefcase, and it, it gets awarded to Kevin Owens. I'm saying Braun. Look, realistically, realistically, Braun Strowman's going to win. I am picking Kevin Owens. Based uh, off of want. I totally understand what you're saying, Brandon. That. Strowman doesn't need it. He could get into a match and win no matter what. Kevin Owens, he could use it because just being sneaky like that. I'm going to go with Braun because I want to hear that pop. I feel like he's pop- he can get that reaction that Seth Rollins got at WrestleMania. I'm yeah, but that's go an Braun. entrance pop. Yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about, that entrance pop. You'll I hear his hear- entrance. Oh, no, no. oh! You're saying you want to hear his like entrance pop at a WrestleMania with the cashing with, in or something? Yeah, with the yeah with the cash in on top okay. of there. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm, I'm going to go Braun. All right. Sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, SmackDown Women's uh, Championship will be online as Carmella defends against Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch. I'm saying Carmella. Dear God, please be Carmella. Uh, um, is is that your final answer? I'm, I'm going with Carmella. I'm going to go with Becky Lynch. It's her time. Yeah. First two, no, second two time. Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion. Speaking of uh, Women's Championships, the Raw Women's Championship will be out of line as Alexa Bliss defends against Ronda Rousey. I, can we all say Ronda Rousey? I, I, I would say so. Oh. Dude, I'm saying 100%. This is her start to actually main eventing, main eventing WrestleMania 35. And this will be the best build you see for something in a very long time. Do you think Rousey's going to win, Brandon? I'm going with yes. Whether or not I think she's going to is... Because uh, my not, yeah. my entire aspect with Natalia's involvement is out the window now. Well, now it could be Natalia. Yeah, well, I mean, it could be well, Natalia be- versus... Uh, because versus right, Ronda Rousey. At, uh, well, that's, that's the thing. Right now, Natalia's alongside with Rousey. And I was basing this all on that Natalia was going to cost Ronda Rousey the match at this time. But now I'm going to assume that Natalia is not going to be there. Um, But I'm still going to pick Alexa Bliss. I I think this would be good for Rousey to hold the title for eight months. And then, and then face Charlotte. I I would have to see more 
But I'm gonna go with Alexa Bliss. Okay. But I'm gonna but I think it's gonna be controversial the victory and Rousey's going to get a rematch or like Kurt Angle's going to have to step in to do something. Sudden death. I mean that that could also be the case where it's like, no, first match announced for Evolution, Bliss versus Rousey. Could be. Uh, next up, the WWE Championship on the line. AJ Styles defending against Samoa Joe. Uh, I'm going to go with Samoa Joe. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say AJ <laughs> Styles. Yep, I'm saying AJ's too. Alright, so... In what we can only assume to be the main event of the evening... For the Universal Championship, Brock Lesnar will be defending that title against Roman Reigns. It kind of looks like they're they're pushing Reigns on this one. And I'm saying Reigns. Please, please, I, please. I can't be happier to say Roman Reigns. Please, 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 please. I am going to say Brock Lesnar. Brandon, it's up to you. And I think it's funny that me and you are totally opposite. Where you really want to see Reigns, I really want to see Lesnar. No, I just don't. I I think the Universal Title needs to be there every single yeah. week. It needs to be defended every single week. Yeah, you you and every other fan. Every, You're not going to see that. Brock Lesnar until if he. It won't be the Universal Title will not be defended until 2019, because. If Brock Lesnar wins, because he's going to be prepping and training yeah, he's got to for train. this UFC fi- for this UFC fight with, it, it's not fair to the audience. That's what every single fan is saying too. So that's exactly why I'm going with Lesnar because I want to see and hear all of the fans speak as you are, and I also want to see him carry both the the Universal and the UFC Heavyweight Championship at the same time. I think that's going to be huge. Uh, especially the combination of USC with WWE. So that's why I'm picking that. All right. Brandon, I'm going right? to say Roman Reigns. All right. Cool. So only time will tell uh, this Sunday live on the WWE Network that you can get for $9.99 a month. See what happens at or Summerfest. Or free if you... If you sign up now, yeah. Yeah. New subscribers, so, whatever. Let's get into Shameless Plugs. All right, that's right. It's shameless plugs. Go check out Jordan Oliver. Go give him a follow on Twitter at the Jordan Oliver. Only 18 years old and so talented. Uh, same thing with Casey Navarro at Casey Wrestles. Uh, only 19. Both of these young wrestlers have bright futures, and you can book both of them. Jordan X Oliver at gmail.com and book that kid Christian at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, they uh they crushed it this weekend at CZW business as usual. Yeah, they had a match against each other, I forgot where, but somewhere else the night before against each other or and they're just putting on a lot of good matches. So keep your eyes on them. Also discover your passion series. Uh they featured pro wrestler flawless Blake Morris in a special about Blake Morris and his upbringing with pro wrestling. And even it followed his career and outside his like actual life outside of being a pro wrestler, really, really awesome video. And it showed a lot of the 
camaraderie of that NYWC has as well, because they showed some backstage clips and you just see the, the brotherhood that they have back there and how, how tightly knit it is. And so go check that, that video, go check out Blake Morris at flawless Blake and NYWC, NYWC at NYWC wrestling. And definitely awesome, awesome video. And we are very happy with Blake Morris in his pursuing of his dreams. Also, make sure you go check out Bull James's website. It is bulljames.bigcartel.com. He's selling right now a bunch of bracelets, uh, bracelets that are being produced by Juice, who's a big fan of his and of pro wrestling in general. And her and her mom, they, uh, Bill James is trying to just make enough money through this to send Juice and her mom to WrestleMania for the WrestleMania 35 tra- travel package. So that's like Ross, SmackDown, Hall of Fame, NXT, everything. And it's well worth it, a great cause. And all you have to do is go purchase one of these bracelets that she produces. And all the proceeds goes Go, will go directly to her and her mom and it's bulljames.bigcartel.com and yeah it's awesome so go check out also bull james at real bull james on twitter hey chris you got a rant of the week well i've got a whole bunch of stuff this week brother chris's match of the week chris's match of the week so uh it's a double it's a double trouble this week of chris talkings and stuff uh first we're going to give the positives off start with the match of the week was trent versus alex reynolds from ccw business as usual these guys crushed it go to ccwstudios.com to go check out the whole replay from business as usual from this last saturday was a really awesome event highly recommend you guys checking it out um this isn't just gonna be a match um now this isn't gonna be just a rant of the week for me uh, this is going to be a marking out rant of the week. Um, if you are a internet wrestling fan, like a lot of you are, you'll have seen the disparaging remarks that one king of the marks, um, Dave Meltzer, said this week, apparently talking about the Iconics and saying as he doesn't like them anymore. more, uh, apparently he likes liked them better at NXT when they were a little thinner. Uh, this then got back to Peyton Royce, who Peyton Royce responded to him and told him that this is the this is the stuff of little of girls' nightmares that could ruin them for the rest of their lives. Um, yeah, I th- yeah. If you if you mind, just uh, let me just get my rant out of the way first, and then yeah. I'll uh, let I'll, I'll take it to the floor. Um, if you are a member of member quote unquote for this guy high member of any sort of like media and news outlet you have to realize that you're on all the time and people will take every little thing you say and nitpick it to everything to to the t and that being said if you're gonna make your personal comments about somebody because you're a sexist pig keep them to yourself you want people to respect you, and things like this are going to take whatever little credibility you have left and throw them completely out the window. Plus, 
we live in a time where there's a Me Too movement and women's wrestling is being highlighted, and you're supposed to be taking this and you're supposed to be covering it to the best of your ability. You coming out saying that you liked liked somebody because you liked somebody in NXT because they were a little thinner is not helping the cause. You're only staying in that old mindset mentality of accepting everybody nia Jax, you just say oh you like nia Jax because i think nia Jax is beautiful i think peyton royce is a is a is spectacular she's a beautiful beautiful woman regardless if she has her hair slicked back or if her hair short and something like that it's really really upsetting that something like this had to come out so the next time i see david Meltzer, i'm gonna flip him the bird and go oh hey sorry it used to be a little bit thinner sorry the floor is yours, gentlemen. <laughs> I was really expecting Brandon to say something. But, yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And I think it's just mind-boggling how someone with such uh, potential power over the smarks of the universe. Not anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, there's still people out yeah, there defending I think he's him. Still, yeah, people are. Yeah, it, I mean. The no, guy, there, there are people that are defending him. But it, yeah, it was not just him. There yeah, was, was somebody the else. Too. Yeah, Brian Alvarez was on that clip as well, so. All right, so Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer. I mean, Dave Meltzer, I've ranted on this podcast for so long about him and Jim Cornette and how the both of them just have to really walk away from the business, more so Dave Meltzer. I mean, dude is a super uber mark, and that's really it. All he is is an editor of a journal. Like, he's no better than any dirt sheet yeah, at all. He's no better than WrestleZone. The Wrestle only difference – yeah, the only difference is that he started before the internet. If the internet was around back then, everybody would be on the same playing field as him. The dude is just a, a uber mark that deserves no respect. I mean, he's just he's just an editor. That's it. He's a writer. He creates and stirs just crap in a pot, and it's awful. And to say such remarks, especially like you said with the Me Too movement and stuff like that, it, it just – I don't understand what he was thinking or what he wasn't thinking, and but you would think that if you have such a such an outlet as he does, you would think that you would think about your verbiage a little bit better and be more precise with what you want to say as opposed to saying something as harmful as he did say about someone's look, especially Peter Royce who – who I th- I think is gorgeous. Yeah, I don't, and, I don't think I she's mean, like fat or like no even I, close I to being overweight or exactly. There's nothing wrong with her physique at all. Like and you could you could watch. I even plugged it last week. I think it was. You could watch that the Celtic Warrior workout with her, Sheamus, and Billy Kay. They're all in fantastic shape. Yeah, she's in great shape. Uh, shape, and if I mean. Even if, hypothetically, if she was not in good shape at all, if she did put on a few pounds, who the hell is he to make a comic of that? I mean, even he's really his, not dude, the most attractive-looking dude in the world, let me even, tell you that. Even his apology was, like, just dumb. Awful. I I, mean, I'd, li- it, I'd like to apologize to you. You are an exceedingly attractive woman. I do realize the lengths and pressures on women in the entertainment world to maintain unnatural looks at times, and I'm glad you point you pointed this out. Dude, you're a tool. Yeah. 
And then almost I mean, every almost every response to that is you miss the point. Yeah, point. I love the fact that everybody calling him out. I love the fact that an MVP was just like, "Hey, Pitt and Royce, never yeah. met you before, but keep doing what you're doing and f this yeah. guy." You know, Eric, Eric Bischoff goes, "You have a new, you have a new fan." Yeah, yeah. You, you have a ton of people: Tyler Breeze, Charlotte Flair, you name it. They Number stood bone. up. Seth Rollins was like minus six stars. David. Which I think is yeah. great. And I think we need to start. There's another movement. Let's get rid of the star system in professional wrestling. Yeah. I... Because, of the, because of this, because of this bigot, right? I, that's, I can use that word. Or uh, this, this sexist pig. Yeah. Sexist pig. We should get rid of the star system. I mean, I don't think the don't star system the should star be system. out there anyways because everybody wrestling puts... is subjective. Yeah, everybody puts on an amazing match out there. And I think, I forgot who, I think it was uh, Tyson uh, uh, Ducks who Dukes. said that, uh, yeah, Dukes, who said that everybody, forget the star system, everybody who steps into that ring, you're doing amazing, you're doing a great job. And it's true. I mean, everybody that steps into that ring to entertain us, why do we have to rate them? It, it's, like you said, it's all subjective. And, but the, the person who the all be all the almighty the higher up of this entire thing it's dave freaking Meltzer. come on i hate that mark yeah so do i so um and also too if you're gonna throw at somebody on the first pitch of a game uh expect retaliation so i don't know if anybody follows baseball uh, yeah that game yet with uh, whatever his name Acuna. from the Braves. Yeah, Acuna getting plunked by some scrub on the Marlins. Hey, hey, Braves, you know what you should do? You should hit their star player. Oh, wait, you don't have any star players. You sold them all. Anyway, Brandon, who's shouting out? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs, waka waka. First shout-out goes to Terry Crews. Did you guys see that he did the intro video to SummerSlam? No, yes, I, I thought it was I pretty good. I, I thought it was pretty good. I, I don't think it was better than uh, when Kelsey Grammer did it for WrestleMania 32, but uh, I, I enjoyed this and I enjoyed Terry Crews. So you guys could look forward to that on Sunday or whenever you get a chance to watch SummerSlam. Up uh, next is in Anthony Shana. Uh oh, WWE Shana. But they got the five X. The custom ones don't. What? Yeah. I thought I saw a 5X when I clicked on two not, of them. Not on the custom tease one. But uh, that's actually not even why they're getting an anti-shout-out. <laughs> they're getting an anti-shout-out because where is the TakeOver merchandise? They're taking way too long to put it up there. And I assume <laughs> once they... are taking way too long. And I hope once they put it up, it comes in my size, but... As of right now, it's not up there, and I don't know if it'll be. I think, like, I think, okay, so TakeOver 1 had my size. I don't think TakeOver 2 did, and TakeOver 3, I believe, did. So they're weird on, on stuff like that. But, yeah, as far as the custom tees that they are now doing, I think it's fantastic. I just wish they went to all sizes. There are so many designs on that website that I, like, would 100% purchase. Like, I, I've been wanting the Rise Above Hate shirt again, 
and they're selling that design. Get. But there's like there's even like cool Iron Sheik shirts that I'd be like, oh yeah, I'd, I'd wear this. You would wear an Iron Sheik shirt. Of course, I should wear the Iron Sheik shirt, David. Of course. <laughs> and then table for three gets the last shout out this week. They had Zack Ryder, Xavier Woods, and Matt Hardy on uh, and spoke about the internet and social media, which really 100% Matt Hardy was a pioneer in this, as well as Shane Helms uh, and Zack Ryder definitely, definitely used social media in, in one of the most like positive ways for for a person to use it and got himself over yeah and i i gotta say one of my favorite promos i rewatched it earlier because matt hardy tweeted out yeah, was yeah. his his promo in ring of honor where he was sit uh just no speaking just flipping through those cue oh, cards those great yeah that that was wow. just so well done and just smart but yeah. I agree with so you. If you, uh, if you haven't done so already, check out Table for Three with these three people on. It's uh, I always enjoy these these Table for Threes. It was cool. Yeah. There's always hope that like oh maybe they'll show us. <laughs> what do they What do they talk about on this one? Social media. Listen. But that's that's please. it. Yeah, and it's weird because they they didn't more so. Well, they kind of like. They kind of went into uh, version one using like the internet, like the Windows Media Player and stuff, and they brought up the the broken universe and stuff with how like without the internet, like who knows what it would have been. Uh huh. But they didn't really bring up like Matt Hardy doing even more with the internet and stuff, like how they used to have like the Hardy Show on the internet and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and. Matt would post tons of YouTube videos, and he'd always like connect somehow. How long of the video is it? An hour? They're no, they're typically like twenty to twenty-five minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, but uh, those are my shout-outs. Now it's time for hour. is right our mark out moment of the week um one i already discussed that being brian danielson being in ww2k19 yeah that's a big mark out moment especially with that uh brian danielson attire and so unexpected which they say there's gonna be like a bonus match or whatever and like i don't know i i really can't see it being the fact that they said there's going to be um, 11 models of, of Daniel Bryan and 12 matches means one of those models are going to have two matches, I think. And I really don't think it would be uh, like a Ring of Honor match as like, oh, we're not going to tell you what match it is because it's Ring of Honor. But it would be pretty cool if it was. And I think the only match that... Daniel Bryan could potentially have as Bryan Danielson from a Ring of Honor standpoint would be versus Nigel McGuinness, and both are under contract, so... Hmm. That'd be interesting if Nigel McGuinness was in there. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. Uh, another markout moment of the week. Um, oddly enough, I think it has to be the fact that Xavier Woods 
and Tyler Breeze randomly retweeted me yesterday. Yeah, you were marking out. No, me. Because nah. I went, I went, uh, I, I got an email from WWE saying that Xavier Woods was live streaming on Twitch with G Fuel Energy. So they were playing Fortnite and uh, giving away, I guess, WWE's uh, shakers that they that they sell. Okay. And because uh, on Eric's Twitch channel, Montreal Broski's Twitch channel, he has Chad Gable emotes. If you subscribe to him, yes, yes, he does. So I went into Discord and I went to I hit up Tater Snake and I was like, "Yo, you busy?" <laughs> and he goes, "No." And I'm like, "I got I got a stream that uh, we're gonna go to and toss out some Chad Gables because he has the Gables, I don't." So he's tossing out Gables, Gable, 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 and I, I wrote all hell Chad Gable over and over again. And then finally, it just lined up perfectly where he sent the Gable emotes, and I sent all hell Chad Gable a bunch of times, and I got banned. <laughs> I got banned from the chat for like 500 seconds or whatever. And I tweeted out, didn't tag Xavier Woods or anything, and I tweeted out something like, oh, when this guy gets it. No, no, I was, I was, I tweeted out saying like, oh, when you're uh, watching Xavier Woods on Twitch and. And uh, you get, and you try to spread the good word of Gable. That's all I tweeted. And then Xavier Woods retweeted it, and then Tyler Breeze did, retweeted it. I'm sorry, it. did you do it on yours? Or did you yeah, do no, it, it was the... it was on BTTG161, and then after uh, Woods retweeted it, I went on to marking out, and I was like, looks like uh, Xavier Wood gets it, we want Gable. And then when Tyler Breeze did it, I said, looks like uh, Tyler Breeze also gets it. We want Gable. Man, really cool. Yeah, it was super 226 weird. likes. Yeah, that's weird. Retweets. That's like super weird. It's weird that like the ratio of retweets to likes is that. <laughs> that yeah. You were banned for talking in G in G for 551 more seconds. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Chris? Do you have a markout moment? Yeah, when David Bodie hit that. Walk off grand slam in the bottom of the ninth with two outs and two sh- two strikes on him. I marked out real hard. I know it's not wrestling related, but still, it was awesome. When was the last time that happened? Oh, A very cool. long time ago. So, what about you, Dave? Um, I don't think I really have anything that I marked out for this week. All right, but hopefully, and huh? if not, I mean, I I just can't remember. Yeah, that's okay. Everyone needs a little bit of sleep. Yeah. So right, well, let's go get that sleep now. Let's take it home, but boys, uh, thank you for listening to Marking Out 393. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, you can rate, review, and subscribe Facebook on Gimmick to someone else do it. I can't. I'll do it. Uh, okay. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this episode of Marking Out, episode 393. Check us out on MarkingOut.com for past, present, and future episodes. Purchase some merchandise, ProWrestlingTees.com slash MarkingOut. Give us the old ski on Facebook, Facebook.com slash MarkingOut. Watch our YouTube videos, YouTube.com slash MarkingOut11. Check us out, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Follow us on Twitter, at MarkingOut. At Chris Sweendog, at BTTG161, at Dave the Rave underscore MO. 
I don't remember saying at Markin' Out, but I probably did. Also, if you feel to, uh, if you'd like to email us, out one at gmail.com. And we wish we you. We wish you. The. The. I'll see you at SummerSlam!